Did you know that it's May already? Yeah. We've got all sorts of fun, interesting information and more coming up. We got lots of info. Let's rock and roll. It's Digital with Rhino. Hello and welcome to this episode of Did You Know with Ryan O. In case you didn't know, I'm Ryan O. This is my show, and I know exactly what you're thinking. Duh. We have a calendar. We can clearly say that it's May. Here at Did You Know with Ryan O, we are the podcast all about pop culture. We've been talking about some science, history, some amazingly weird facts, which include some stuff about geography, um and biographies and a whole bunch of things, but we won't make you pay fees. In fact, here at this awesome podcast, we're going to talk about amazingly sweet things. But um, this episode, I didn't have a guest lined up because a lot of crazy things have been happening here in April and May. So I guess what's going to happen is you're going to hang out with me. I'm going to tell you about some cool stuff that I've found on the interwebs, some fun things I've found on social media and some of the um, really cool like streaming services, and I might tell a story or two. All that and more coming up in just a few minutes. So a year ago, I asked a question, at a bar, what's your go-to cocktail? So um, let's go with some of the answers and see what's up. Someone says, um, most of the time you'll catch me drinking a craft beer. Other times if it's a tiki bar or some beach-themed establishment, you'll find... Uh, dark and stormy, or some tropical drinks. Someone else said uh, Moscow Mule. Let's see. The Craftsman says uh, um, Krakatoa from Trader Sam's, which, for those of you who don't know, Trader Sam's is a tiki bar that's over at Disneyland, California, and also one at Walt Disney World. Um, let's see. We've got Jock Lindsay's, which is at downtown Disney or Disney Springs. See, the Scottish professor or the mayor's reserve. And at a standard bar, he says it'll be a different beer that he hasn't tried. Right on. Uh, let's see. The nerdy girl says, uh, I'd find the cocktail menu and pick something interesting, usually vodka or rum, based with interesting liquors and mix-ins. But champagne, champagne cocktails and mimosas are totally her jam. I get it. Um, champagne cocktails are something that I've tried a lot recently, especially in our trip to New Orleans. But I'm going to wait until Rachel shows up in a in a future episode for us to talk about our New Orleans trip. Uh, let's see. Mojito, unless they're known for something else. So that's assuming that if a bar has its own special drink, like it's known for something like its number one cocktail, you'd probably go for that. That makes sense. I understand. Um, let's see what else. Um, the, 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 the mayor of Dinoland says, I drink bourbon because I'm a classy broad. So I go with an old-fashioned one to sip one for a while, and bourbon and ginger ale, I'm going to have a couple. Right on. Um, let's see what else. This lady says, a Long Island iced tea. Another gal says, whiskey sour. Let's see. Um, the man married to the nerdy girl says, rusty nail. Uh, let's see. We got a Singapore sling. Uh, rum and Coke, gin and tonic, Moscow Mules, Amaretto Sour, Rum and Coke, a lot of Rum and Cokes, another Rum and Coke, Rum and Coke, ooh, Rum and Diet Coke, come on, come in. Um, let's see, Captains and Coke, Rum and Coke, Cosmo, Cosmo or a Vodka Cran, 
Um, let's see. Gin and tonic, Moscow Mule, gin and tonic, Captain and Coke, margaritas, mojitos, Amarillo de Susano, and a margarita. So, yeah, there's um, lots of stuff out there in the at a bar, what to go to, cocktail. For me, I also agree with the um, see what they're known for. Of course, there are certain liquors that I prefer over others. Um, I like rum and whiskey and vodka. Uh, but also, I'm a big fan of a local craft beer. I always like drinking local. So local beers is a way to go for me when it comes to trying new places. So that's going to do it for our question of the week. Um, so this time, I'm recording this episode in a brand new chair. I got a chair for my birthday because... For a while now, I've been recording in a camping folding chair. Because when we moved to the new house, I didn't necessarily have a chair for our desk. So I decided to use one of those temporarily. And temporarily turned into a year and a half. So finally, for my birthday, got this this little uh, computer chair. And it swivels back and forth. And it's kind of nice. I had to put it together myself. Um, it's actually the fourth or fifth chair that I put together myself over the past six months it's kind of my thing so if you need help putting together chairs i'm probably your guy um i guess if I, I need to find a word for someone who puts together chairs which after a really quick google search uh a chairbler is a person who makes chairs who would have known right chairbler i i would have thought it would just be some sort of just craftsman or whatever but um yeah, that's what's up. As we continue in this podcast, going to talk about a whole bunch of facts and whatnot before I give some recommendations about some um, some awesome media that I recommend consuming. Um, so starting off, we're going to go into our um, random science fact of the week. Um, apparently, the world's smallest reptile was first reported in 2021. That's this year. Um, those who think like everything on the planet has already been discovered might not be looking close enough, apparently. Uh, apparently, in northern Madagascar, a tiny chameleon was discovered, and um, it's only 28 millimeters, which is like 2.8 centimeters. Um, it's believed to be the smallest reptile on Earth. The itty-bitty chameleon was discovered and reported in the January 2010 issue of Scientific Reports. But there's one thing about the critters is that's big for its size, and it's uh, the, the genitalia. Apparently, the genitalia of males measures almost 20% of its body length. That's, uh, yeah. So if you're doing the math, 20%, 28 um, millimeters. So 20% of that's going to be about uh, five, five millimeters. Yeah. Apparently that's what's up. Um, awkward. Um, another really fun, interesting science fact is that many feet bones don't harden until you're an adult. Yeah, each foot apparently can contain 26 bones as well as 33 joints and 19 muscles, which makes it extremely complex and complicated. And so all of them work together to allow a huge range of motion and movements forward and back, side to side, different parts, um, toes wiggling. But many of these bones remain cartilage throughout a person's childhood. They slowly ossify into bone 
as the years go on, which ossifying is a fun term. We're going to look that up in just a moment. Anyways, um, so according to the Ontario Science, sorry, Ontario Society of Cryopodists, that's a fancy word too. Um, all of the bones in the foot don't completely harden until the person's about 21 years old. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so long story short, it takes a while for all of your bones to be bones in your feet. Um, so based on that particular article, it's time to look up two different words and see exactly what they mean. Cause that's a thing. So we got ossifying. Um, the definition of ossify is to turn into a bone or bony tissue or become rigid or fixed in an attitude or position or cease developing which is ridiculous and a half, and I love it. Um, going back into where ossification comes from, let's talk more about uh, what part of your life bones start growing. I think that's more fascinating. Um, so third month of fetal development, some bones begin. Fourth month, um, your, your primary um, areas have like the, the overall... Some bones, basically. Birth to five years, um, you start getting more, and you get more bones, like around the neck and whatnot. Um, let's see, five to 12 years, um, it's spreading rapidly, and then um, various bones become a little bit more, more rigid, a little bit more calcified, a little bit stronger. Um, let's see, bones of the upper limbs for about 18 to 20. So upper limbs, then... Uh, then like 20 to 23, get your lower limbs, um, sternum, cavicles, vertebrae are completely done from about 23 to 26. And in about 26, pretty much all of your bones are done. So that's that information, which is uh, crazy. So I guess the moral of the story, if there is one, is we just learned a new word, ossification. But we found another word that we were going to go with, um, and that ridiculous word going back to it, is cryopodist. So let's look up what a cryopodist is. And the answer is extremely simple. It's a person who treats the feet and their ailments. A podiatrist. Oh, so yeah, that, that that's a thing. Podiatrist. I've heard of that one, but not the other one. Um, so now we've learned a new word. Podiatry, which is a medicine devoted to feet, foot, ankles, lower extremities. That's a thing. And speaking of words of the day, it's time to do that in just a moment after a word from our sponsor. What's up, y'all? This is Nate Hampton, also known as Cousin Nate. Got myself a new SoundCloud up and running. Would appreciate the likes, the listens, the follows, and all that good stuff. If you like up-tempo, fast-paced mixes... This is the place for you. Also going to have a lot more mixes coming up real soon. So give it a follow. It's www.soundcloud.com slash cousin underscore Nate. Thank you so much. Are you a fan of Pokemon? Are you a fan of RPG games, ukuleles, and creating awesome theme parks? Well, you can hang out with Steven, and you can see all sorts of amazing awesomeness happening on Mondays, on Thursdays, and on Saturdays all on twitch.tv slash 
It's Steven with a P-H. That's I-T-S-S-T-E-V-E-N-W-I-T-H-A-P-H. It's Steven with a P-H on Twitch.tv. Are you currently wearing a Team Ryan O shirt? Well, if you're not, you should be. And you can be. At our merchandise shop, Zazzle.com. That's Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. We've got all sorts of amazing shirts, even pertaining to some amazing inside jokes here, including choices were made. Ryan O is my hero. Adam's cheesesteaks, the rambunctious Johnson sick note tour shirt, and much, much more. You can even find some koozies, some hats, and some other amazing stuff only at the zazzle.com slash store slash did you know with Ryan O. Wear it, share it, love it. And now back to our show. Did you know with Ryan O? So for this particular episode, the word of the day is con conciliatory conciliatory that's what's up um so conciliatory c-o-n-c-i-l-i-a-t-o-r-y um is uh, tending to win over from a state of hostility or distrust intended to gain the goodwill or favor of someone so the word itself comes from a latin word conciliare um which means to unite or win over, but also could be concilium, meaning assembly or consul. Um, so that that's a thing, to like restore to friendship or harmony. So here's an example of it being used in a sentence. Um, as the irate customer yelled, the manager adopted a soothing conciliatory tone and promised that the solution would be, uh, well, the situation be remedied. So that's a thing. And that's our word of the week. So I hope you use it sometime in the near future. It's now time for this week in history. Um, Apparently Machiavelli was born this week in history. And if you don't know, he was an Italian philosopher and writer. Um, So he also has like his big thing known as the prince. And he's done a whole bunch of um, other things. Um, So also... This week in history, the new Japanese constitution went into effect in 1947 after, uh, well, after World War II. Um, The constitution granted universal suffrage and stripped the emperor of all but symbolic power. Um, It created a Bill of Rights, established um, peerage, and outlawed Japan's right to make war. So that's what happened in that one. Um, also, Joseph Fletcher was the first person to land an aircraft on the North Pole. He took a ski-modified U.S. Air Force uh, C-47. Um, he was from Oklahoma. And he had his uh, his friend, uh, Lieutenant Colonel William P. Benedict of California. They um, became the first um, pilots to land an aircraft on, an air- on the North Pole. And then moments later... Um, the main pilot, he walked out of the airplane and was the first person to set foot on the North Pole. So uh, that's what's up. That's one of the cool things that happened this week in history. Also, um, James Brown was born this week in 1933. And we also got... Mother's Day, which is important. So 
take time to um, tell your mom that you love her. Yeah, that's a cool message from me to you. Now it's time to talk about some geography. Apparently, Iceland is growing five centimeters per year. Just an interesting fact. It's um, it's divided by the North American and European tectonic plates, and apparently, it grows nearly five centimeters per year as the plates grow wider apart. That's a thing. Also, a thing: the Pacific Ocean is shrinking. Yeah. As North America and South America move more westward, the Pacific Ocean is shrinking. Every year, Asia and North America get closer and closer and closer as it's reduced by uh, two to three centimeters. And that's because of all the the plates shifting back and forth and and whatnot. Um, So that's a cool thing about geography and whatnot. So we talked about science. We talked about history. We talked about geography. Um, I, I guess what's next is to talk about some of the cool things that I've checked out lately that I think you should check out. Then we'll go into the random trivia generator and um, we'll, we'll call it a day here on this year short podcast. First thing I'm going to recommend is Invincible. If you have not read the Robert Kirkman comic book Invincible about a um, teenage superhero who has to deal with his dad being the strongest man on earth, but n- not the most trustworthy person on earth. You should check it out. Um, the comic book's great, but the animated series that's on that's on Amazon Prime is also fantastic. Great voice talents. Just check it out. Check out the trailer, and if you don't like it from there, that's fine. But at least you checked out the trailer. Um, also. If you're going to read something, if you like comic books, again, check out uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. Um, it's about, well, uh, a time in the future where there's only one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle left, and he has to try to get revenge on the person who killed his brothers. It's it's dark. It's awesome. It's got Eastman and Layered written all over it. So, uh, you know, yours truly, as a Turtles fan, is naturally a fan of it. Um, a thing that I recommend, you know, purchasing out there, if you're looking for a really cool um, cup, and by that I mean like a tumbler or something that has a lid and uh, a cap or whatever that can also travel with you and it will keep your stuff cold, I recommend it like s- s- Simple Made stuff. Uh, well, technically Simple Modern. Um, simple Modern's got this cool... Uh, thing that you can get online or at the store. It's it works really well. Um, I, it's got a little screw-on cap, and I could shake it about and put ice in it in the morning, and it still had ice in it at the end of the day. Uh, so that's ridiculous too. So if you want something like that, check that out. Um, also, if you're looking to watch something in a spooky realm, I recommend uh, Kindred Spirits. Kindred Spirits is. Uh, about these two ghost investigators, paranormal investigators, I guess what they like to be called. And they use different scientific methods um, in order to figure out who's haunting the house. And they find information about that. So it's all investigatory. Another fun word. Um, So if you're into that sort of stuff, check that out. If you like video games, uh, I've been checking out Shadow of War. It's a Lord of the Rings game. Um, it kind of feels a lot like Batman Arkham City or Arkham Knight or whatever, because it's 
you know, similar dudes with a similar style. Um, and it's got Lord of the Rings. So if you like Lord of the Rings and you want to play a cool Lord of the Rings game, check that out. Or War of the North. Anybody here a podcast all about video games, then I recommend checking out Kings of Consoles. Kings of Consoles features one uh, one of my friends, Pat. He's at, talking to his buddy, uh, Ricky. The two of them are doing a, a, a... They're trying to figure out, based on the IGN's list of 100 video games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, they're trying to figure out which one's the best by doing this like March Madness style bracket, having them fight up against each other. So they play the games for an hour and then they talk about them and compare them and eventually they, they crown a winner and it moves on to the next round. They're almost done with um, with round two. And so they'll be going on to the round three when it comes to the bracket. Lots of fun stuff happening. I recommend starting from the beginning and going from there and checking those guys out. That's Kings of Consoles. Um, so that's a podcast I recommend checking out. Besides that, um, I guess it's time for us to go into a random trivia generator of the week. We'll talk about six different trivia facts. Then we'll generate a question and go from there. So now jumping into the random trivia generator brought to you by randomtriviagenerator.com. I like doing this segment because... It gives you people who are listening some like cocktail party and trivia stuff that you can just talk to with your friends or significant others or whatever when you're bored and want to spark a conversation. So that's kind of where I like bringing up the random trivia generator so we can learn things together. Um, so let's first talk about the Wizard of Oz. Um, where did the Wizard of Oz live? That one's obvious. It's the Emerald City. Um, where did backgammon originate the game? It came from Persia. So that's a history. Um, Nuuk, N-U-U-K, is the capital city of which country? That country is Greenland. Um, let's see, going on. Uh -huh. In the Adams family, what does Morticia do that always excites Gomez? The answer is speaking French. He's really into that. Um, what Spanish explorer is credited with discovering the Mississippi River? That is Hernando de Soto. And in which country did bagels originate? That's Poland. So that is, um, you know, that's some random trivia generator of the week. Which now leads us, since we're towards the end of our conversation here, to talk about what our question of the week is going to be. And as for our question of the week, I'm going to make it relative towards one of our scientific questions that we asked today. Um, what do you think is the most badass reptile? That's it. That's the question. What do you think is the most badass reptile? If you want to answer that question or any other question, or you want to, you know, give us some questions, talk to us about pretty much anything, you can do so by uh, checking us out on Twitter at Did You Know Ryan O. You could shoot me an email, Did You Know Ryan O at gmail.com. Did you know Ryan O at gmail.com? Or just check us out on Facebook, Did You Know with Ryan O. It's pretty much all I have for this particular episode. Um, so I hope you had fun. I know that I most certainly did. We're going to leave you with a little words of wisdom. We hope that you find your awesome, hold on to it, and share it 
with the world. I've been Ryan O, and we'll see you next time. Ryan O. Ryan O.